Back at it again. The NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show brought to you by the College Gridiron Showcase. Log on now. Nominate your players for the 2017 College Gridiron Showcase, www.cgsallstar.com. Of course, stay tuned for our 2017 College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium Watch List. We'll be posting that immediately following the 2016 NFL Draft, and you can follow the College Gridiron Showcase on Twitter, at CGS All-Star. They are now syndicating all of our player spotlight interviews, and we'll be profiling a bunch of College Gridiron Showcase invitees. And, of course, we have another one coming right up, uh, our next guest in just a second. And the third annual College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium, it's not where you play, it's how you play. Of course, I am your host, RIC, and the place to be for another edition. Make sure you log on to the NFLDraftBible.com where we are posting all of our pro day updates, scouting reports. We just posted a new mock draft, some draft gems. Our next guest joining us right now is going to be a gem that you're going to want to definitely, definitely store in your head if you want to show off uh, with your friends come draft day. We're going to give you a, a prospect you should definitely get familiar with. And, you know, for those of you that not yet have heard the news, uh, the NUC NFL Draft Bible has partnered with the Cobb's Gridiron Showcase for the 2017 event and will be doing a lot of behind-the-scenes video coverage, live streaming, and uh, helping with the selection process. So without further ado, I want to welcome in our next guest for today's show, and he just had his pro day Yesterday, we're going to get the inside scoop on how he did. He is Houston defensive back Lee Hightower. We welcome him into the show. How are we doing today, Lee? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Doing very good. And, uh, you know, I want to start off first off with the College Gridiron Showcase because that's kind of where I first started hearing a little buzz about your name uh, coming off of the College Gridiron Showcase practices uh, a couple of different scouts and coaches and some people that were on location got back to me and kept hearing his name, Lee Hightower, Lee Hightower. Now, I actually popped in and got a chance to, you know, watch you during the whole uh, pro day training process. But let's first off start about uh, the College Gridiron Showcase. How do you feel like you performed down there? A lot of good competition. How did you match up? Well, I think it was a great experience. I was coming off of the bowl game. I think I was probably like a week out of my bowl game. So I actually didn't participate in any of the drills or anything. But the good thing about the showcase was that it was kind of a really well-rounded experience. We got to meet with scouts. We met with financial advisors. Guys came in and gave us seminars about how to avoid some of the financial pitfalls of being a professional athlete and things of that nature. And so I think I got a, a really good uh, experience down there outside of just the X and O's and being on the football field, which uh, was definitely something that I really appreciated. And, you know, you mentioned you're coming off that bowl game. Very big, big season for the Houston Cougars. Of course, your head coach, Tom Herman, looks like he's going to be there to stay. But uh, just one loss. On the season, thirteen and one, seven and one in the conference. Of course, yeah, you mentioned yeah. uh, the big bowl game over uh, Florida State in the Chick Fil A game. Uh, I watched the all uh, All American Conference Championship game against Temple, where 
you guys were just too much for them to handle. Uh, what was the reason for your success this past season? Why do you think you guys kind of elevated the program to the next level? Well, I, I think it was it was really it was really simple in the end of the day. Like the uh, the things Coach Herman brought more than anything, they brought like a unity. You could you could feel it permeating from the coaching staff. They were a unified group. And it kind of they forced us to be the same way. They really brought a unity and a oneness to our team, where we always. I mean, ever since I've gotten to Houston, we've had athletes, we've had guys, we've had uh, really great football players. But I think what they were able to do is kind of bring us all together and have us really performing as as a unit. And I mean, when you look at anything where you're trying to be successful, I think when you have a team, that's probably the biggest thing before you get to talent, before you get to anything you have to have a, a really solid group of unified guys who are going in the same direction. And I think Coach Herman does a great job of pulling men together and getting us all on the same page, and I think that's why we have so much success. And really, I mean, you could state a case. I know a lot of people believe that really, I mean, you guys could have ran the table. You guys were moving and grooving right along. Uh, probably a very emotionally draining game, but a thrilling victory against Memphis, 35-34. You guys knock off Paxton Lynch, and looks like you might right. run the table. And then you run into UConn, who's not a terrible team. They're actually very good. But, I mean, I got to ask, does that loss to UConn bug you guys? Definitely. Definitely, without a doubt. I mean, the the one you, you you always hear about you guys had a great season you went thirteen and one and then you think like immediately you think about the, what the one was and it's like man like that wasn't supposed to happen it wasn't I mean it was never our whole goal every week was to be one and zero so it was never we want to be fourteen and zero it was never like we weren't looking at the grand scheme of things but now that you kind of look back at it it's like man like. We were really close, but I mean, regardless, we still had a great year, and I don't, I don't think there's nothing to hang our head over about uh, that one loss. Absolutely, and we're talking to Lee Hightower, defensive back from Houston, big, big season, and you're someone who kind of elevated their play when the stakes, as the stakes got higher, you got better, and you know, let's talk about some of the big games that you had this past year. We mentioned the Memphis game, and you had seven tackles in that game. Of course, Paxton Lynch, a lot of people think he's potentially a first-round quarterback. Take us through the Memphis matchup, and what was it like going up against Paxton Lynch? Is he a first-round talent, in your opinion? Um, well, I think Paxton Lynch is definitely talented. I, I played against him twice in my career because I played him my junior year up at Memphis as well. And he was he's definitely – uh, a, a real talent. He can throw the ball really well. He has good accuracy. And so that was something we knew going into that game, like stopping him would be a big part of stopping the team. And so I think I think he definitely has a chance. I, I know he had some crazy stat, like then I think he probably threw like two or three picks the whole year. Like he's, he's definitely uh, a guy to watch out for. I, I don't think there's um, any doubt about that. And you guys pulled off the victory against Tim. And then I think the following week you had about half a dozen tackles against Temple. And, um, you know, it was interesting because I think the week before that game, I was actually in Philly for the Temple-Memphis game where they knocked off uh, 
Memphis, and then they went into the game against you guys really with a, a nice momentum going. You guys shut them down. Like I said, your name was called about half a dozen times all over the field flying around. What was the uh-huh. uh, key ingredient for your success against that Owl football team that you know really gave a lot of teams misfits this year? Yeah, well, I think I think more than anything, uh, the preparation going into that week was definitely heightened. I mean, it was championship week, and one thing our coach, Coach Herman, was telling us was that we don't shy away from big games. Like, we acknowledge that it's a big game. We weren't we weren't one of those teams like it's just another game. Just we were we were saying to do what you always do, but there was definitely a different a different feel around practice. There was a different feel in the building the whole week. So I think that definitely helped because it was, you know, you get excited for stuff like that. That's what you want to do when you're an athlete. You want to play in those big games. You want to play when it really matters and when when, uh, there's something on the line. And so I really just went out there, man, and was just out there with some guys, my brothers, and I think just opportunities presented themselves more than anything. I don't know if it was anything in particular that I did, but I think the opportunities were there. If anything, maybe they challenged me. Maybe they saw something on tape where they could exploit me, and I just uh, rose to the occasion. Uh, talk about big games. It doesn't get any bigger than the bowl game against Florida State. And, you know, here's a program that I think over the past five years, the Seminoles probably put more players into the pros than any football program in the nation. You guys came out and trounced them in the bowl game. I mean, take us through that whole experience. Yeah, well, um, it was a great experience, man. It was it was something that we were all excited to be in. Again, a big game. We, we didn't shy away from it. We knew it was a big game. We knew there was a lot of uh, hype around it. And um, I think more than anything was just the way our coaches prepared us. I think, you know, when you get into that bowl practice, it's, it's a weird place because you want to have fun and you want to – enjoy the week that you're out at the bowl game you want to do that but at the same time you kind of have to balance that with the focus and with the uh just preparing like you always prepare it's a lot different from a regular game during the year because you know you only have a week there's not too many distractions and you know we were all the way in Atlanta far from home living in a hotel for a week so it's a definitely a different atmosphere and I, I just credit that to our coaches the way they ran our uh, practices, the way they held our structure for that whole week. I think whenever you're in a structured environment like that and they make it easy to avoid the distractions and kind of block out the outside noise, I think that was probably the biggest ingredient for our success in that game. Houston defensive back Lee Hightower joining us here on the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show presented by the College Gridiron Showcase. And, Lee, you are – a very versatile guy here, uh, 28 games started throughout your career, but you've started at cornerback. You've started at free safety. You started at strong safety. Uh, take us through some of your, you know, playing experience and how does it translate to the NFL level? What kind of uh, position do you think you'll play in the NFL? Have you gotten any feedback from scouts about that? Yeah, well, I think I think scouts are – evaluating me at both there's different things that they like about me at both positions with corner the trend is going towards longer corners to match up with some of the bigger receivers in the league so I think that's definitely one of my strengths I'm a bigger physical guy I can get my hands on guys and kind of disrupt their time and disrupt their route 
And then at safety, it's just something that, I mean, when you look at me, I think I look more like a safety just because I'm a little broader, a little wider. And uh, it's something I have experience with as well. And it's something I, I like in the sense of I like to be physical. I like to tackle. Things like that are some of my other strengths. So I think I think I'm, I'm definitely able to do both really wherever a team would want me to fit in. But I look at myself as where I can really make an impact is, you know, I look at the league and I watch games and these tight ends, the league really has problems with tight ends. And so one thing that I think I could do is that I'm a bigger guy who can kind of run with some of these guys, but at the same time I have real coverage experience. Like I've played corner, I've played it at a high level. So I think with that coverage experience and then also the fact that I'm a bigger guy, can be more physical, I think I can really make an impact as far as covering tight ends and kind of shutting down some of those guys. And I think that can really be a place where I make an impact in the league. Well, I know the team's playing in the AFC East ears just perked up. I mean, the Patriots just acquired Martellus Bennett. They have Rob Gronkowski. And, you know, we've seen some of these um, tight ends in recent years really uh, explode onto the scene. I mean, what kind of game plan do you take into a matchup like that? What's the strategy uh, when you, you know, you're facing these tree trunk guys that are six, seven, 250 pounds and run around like deer. Right. I think, I think physic, being physical more than anything at the, at the initial point, because a lot of the, a lot of what offenses try to do is based on timing. So I think when you, when you take the timing away, I think that can be a really big thing and kind of disrupt guys. You, you let other guys do their job. You let D linemen do their job and get to the quarterback but I mean, you look at you look at some of the things that people do, and a lot of it is just based on, okay, we're going to get him in this spot, we're going to hit him at this time. And so I think when you can be physical and you can disrupt guys, I think that can really frustrate offenses and really get them out of their groove a little bit. So I think more than anything, especially with bigger guys, like I feel like I could run with a lot of pretty much anyone. I think I think I could run with a lot of people. So I think being there and being in their face and being physical is probably going to be the best thing for me. And I'm, I'm sure I'll have coaches who will give me pointers and kind of let me know what they think about it as well. But I think more than anything, my in my head, being physical can never hurt. Houston Cougars defensive back Lee Hightower here on the NEC NFL Draft Battle Player Spotlight Show presented by College Gridiron Showcase. And you just had your pro day yesterday, Lee. First off, uh, we like to get accurate height and weights on all of our guests. We have you. Uh, you mentioned the length and the size. We have you in that six foot two, two hundred pound range. Is that accurate? And also, where would you like to play at the next level? I know that's depending on what position you'll play as well. Yeah. So I was six. I think they had me officially at six one and three eighths, and one ninety eight yesterday. Um, I've been as heavy as 210, so I could definitely see myself being there if I'm if they want me to be a true safety, maybe a true middle of the field guy. But then I've also played at, you know, 195, right around that area, and I think that's probably more suitable if I'm playing corner, just because I take a little weight off, can be a little faster. So I'm really comfortable and and kind of fluid in that 15, 15 to 20 pound range, anywhere in there. It's just Really, it's just a different type of athlete, and I take a different mindset with either one. 
Now, I mentioned earlier in the show I had a chance to pop in on you uh, during the whole pro day training process. Uh, you were actually training at Parabolic Performance and Rehab here in New Jersey, my backyard. And one of the mm-hmm. things that your trainer, Brian Martin, told me was that look out for this kid. He's really going to turn some heads at his pro day. So now that the pro day is in the books, here we are. I must ask, how do you think you did? I think I did great. I think I did great. There was a couple things where I wish it would have been just a little, you know, it's, with those things, it's hundreds of a second and tenths of a second. So, Maybe a couple hundredths of a second faster here or, or there, but overall, I'm I'm man, I'm really happy with my results. I couldn't be uh, happier with what those guys put me through up there at Parabolic, and I really appreciate them for all the work they did with me and all the uh, all the hours they put in with me, all the trainers and everybody. They really did a great job up there. So, a lot of credit to those guys and what they're doing up in Jersey. Yeah, I mean, elaborate a little bit more on that because you talk about all the work. I mean, you guys literally had, like, a work day mapped out for you from sunup to sunset. It, it was pretty much like a full-time job uh, around the clock every day, uh, training for this event. I mean, what was what was the biggest piece of advice that you were able to take out of the whole process? Right. Um, well, I don't know if I could locate just one thing that I took from the process, but I think the good thing about being up there. And I think the thing that those guys really do well is they give you a lot of individual attention. Like everything is tailored for who you are, what you want to become. And they pay a lot of attention to how they're progressing you from your flexibility, what kind of areas you need help in mobility, where you might need some strength. You know, it wasn't like just one cookie cutter mode. You get in here we put you through these workouts and then we send you off. It it wasn't that at all. It was very individualized and very specific to me. So I think those guys really understood where I was trying to be and what I wanted to do. And, you know, we did a lot of things that weren't just lifting. You know, we, we talked to sports psychologists. They brought in nutritionists. There was a lot of different things that, helped you become a whole well-rounded person. We did goal setting with Brian Martin. And I think that uh, holistic approach was the biggest thing and was something that I really wouldn't regret doing ever again. It was uh, a great help for me. Well, the combine training style of uh, process is over. You can exhale. Hopefully you'll never have to run another 40-yard dash in your life. And you can concentrate on football. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. always the biggest, the biggest uh, exciting thing that happens once you get done with this. But um, concentrating now, getting back to football and, you know, getting your nose dirty a little bit again, you can concentrate on more positional stuff. I mean, what is it if, you know, a scout were to ask you what you do best? You know, what is your greatest attribute? And then also on the flip side, What's something that you're currently working on trying to get better at? So what's what's something you do very well, and what's something that you're still trying to improve at? Um, something I do very well, I think physically, uh, something I do very well is getting my hands on people. I'm, I'm good at getting my hands on people and press. I'm good at kind of disrupting routes, and uh, I'm also good at playing the ball when it's in the air. I think those are probably my biggest physical traits. 
Um, but then mentally I feel like I just have a good grasp of the game. I, and I think even over any physical traits I have, I think I just understand the game. I can I can see things come. I can anticipate things. You know, I've been around football all my life, really. I've been playing since I was seven. So I think I just have good football instincts, and I'm I'm a true football player. I've played every position on the field. I, I just love football. And um, something I'm working on, would just be my foot speed, my uh, lateral quickness, everything that comes with just uh, my movement patterns. You know, I'm a longer guy, so I'm not going to be as quick as the 5'7 corner who's just like a small guy low to the ground. But I think that's something that I can always improve on, just pure foot speed and lateral quickness and uh, change of direction. How about some guys at the next level? Because you're such a versatile guy. I mean, who are who are some of the guys in the NFL that you enjoy watching or maybe take away a couple of different aspects of their game? Hmm, guys at the next level. I think I think guys like even though our body types are a lot different, I think guys like uh, Tyron Matthew are really really guys that I like to watch. And then even before that, I know he just retired, but Charles Woodson, you know, they're kind of the do-it-all DBs. They're, they're, you don't know, they play corner, they can play safety. Tyron Matthew uh, guards some. He, he does uh, a lot of that. He guards some of the big tight ends, even though he's like maybe a shorter guy. And I think he, he really doesn't shy away from anything. He'll blitz, he'll play half field. He does it. I see him do everything. So I think Guys like that are really who I like to model my game after because I don't I don't ever really want to get pigeonholed into he's a half field safety or he's a middle of the field safety or he's a cover two corner I don't I don't ever want to have anyone say that about me I I think my biggest strength is I do everything that's really what I do I'm a defensive back. Well, you certainly picked two good guys uh, to learn from or watch. I mean, Charles Woodson, the future Hall of Famer, and Honey Badger was on his way to probably winning Defensive Player of the Year last year before he got injured. Yeah. So um, definitely two guys worth taking note of. And we're winding it down here. Uh, just two more quick ones for you, Lee, before we let you go. How about something that we may not know about you, whether it be on the field or off the field? What's something that we just might not know about you? Um, Man, I love food, but not in, like, the typical, like, sense of I just love to eat. Like, I love food. Like, if I wasn't playing football, I'd probably be in cooking school. Like, I love I love food, love trying new things, love foods from different cultures, and uh, that's probably something that I'm going to look to get into. Well, not probably. That's definitely something I'm going to look to get into, um, whether it be when football is over, whether it's during the off season of football, I love food, love cooking, preparing, eating, all of it. I love everything. Well, keep me posted. I'm Italian, my friend, so I love food as well. And we got some good food here in Jersey. I know they got good food down in Houston, so you've been in some pretty good spots for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Last one for you. I'm, I'm surprised you've been able to maintain the weight with all that good cooking around you, but – uh, last one here before we let you go. We do send out these interviews to all the NFL teams. So, the general manager, head coach, assistant coach, scout is listening right now. Want you to tell us why they should draft Lee Hightower? 
Um, man, back to back to really what the the theme of the interview has been my versatility. I don't think I don't think there's really any guys in the draft that you're gonna find with my type of versatility who who is willing, not only able but also willing to do, you know, a bunch of different things. If guys want me to line up, play nickel, corner, safety, I've experienced that all four special teams, you know, I'll run down on kickoff. I think that more than anything is is my biggest strength going forward. I, I'm versatile. And not only – it's not just that I'm saying it, but I have experience at it at the highest level. So I've, I've played it in games in college, and I have film at it. So I think that experience and that, uh, that knowledge base to pick up on different positions and – I learn things quickly. So I think those are my biggest attributes and why someone should uh, go ahead and take a chance on me. All right. Well, listen, Lee, uh, we appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule here, joining us here on the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. And uh, like we said, we got the pro day out of the way, and we have a month to go until you find out your next destination. We're looking forward to it. Please keep us posted and updated, and once you do find out what team you do get with, hopefully we can have you back on the show here and talk about it. All right, sounds good, man. I appreciate you guys. All right, there you have it. Houston defensive back, Lee Hightower. You heard it here first at the NFL Draft Bible, a name you need to know. And uh, we got the scoop from the College Gridiron Showcase. He started, you know, with that draft buzz and, you know, spoke to a couple different folks, and uh, we'll definitely keep you posted on those Houston Pro Day results at the NFLDraftBible.com, so stay tuned for that. Of course, this was another edition of the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show presented by the College Gridiron Showcase. I was your host, RIC, and the place to be. Make sure you log on to the CGSAllStar.com website for player nominees and our new Player Spotlight series syndicated on the Cosgridon Showcase. So we're really excited about that. Of course, we'll be posting our 2017 watch list immediately following the draft, but we've got to get through. 34 days away here, folks, on this Friday, March the 25th. We're really excited about getting closer to the draft. Of course, we'll be uh, on location in Chicago with more exclusive interviews up there. We just posted a new mock draft on the website. We got scouting reports on the way, a bunch of draft gems, including uh, players like Lee Hightower, and uh, that about wraps it up. So I want to give a shout-out to Lee Hightower for joining us here today. Of course, Jose Jefferson and Craig Red, and our uh, shout-out to Don. Those guys have been great working with them at the College Gridiron Showcase, so we'll have more updates. You can follow um, College Gridiron Showcase updates on Twitter at CGS All Star. Of course, we're at NFL Draft Bible. That's probably the easiest way to find our latest podcast interviews and the third annual College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. It's not where you play, it's how you play. So make sure you keep it locked for all the greatest updates. And uh, NFLDraftBible.com is where it's at, folks. If you don't know, now you know. Till the next time, it's been a trifecta here uh, on this Friday, and uh, we're going to kick off the weekend and launch it into draft mode. So uh, get at me, RIC at NFLDraftBible.com. If you're listening to this show right now, want to get a sneak peek at our big board, I'll send it over to you.
RIC at NFLDraftBible.com. Just drop me a line. I'd uh, be happy to share our big board with you. It's better than anybody's out there. I promise you that. Till the next time, everybody.